Hey everyone, welcome to the Magical Stories of Healing and Spiritual Gifts podcast. I am David, I'm here with my lovely wife, Megan. Hi. And we are so incredibly excited today to bring you a very special guest, Joel Harrop, uh, Army veteran and self-prescribed former train wreck. (laughs) I'm a very reformed train wreck. Reformed. (laughs) <laughs> I've got to say, out of all the interviews we've done, we've never heard someone want to be announced as that. But you know what? The amount of, and uh, to bring everyone up to speed, we connected with Joel a while back. Actually, Megan did. And Megan's very empathic. And when she connects with someone, she can kind of catch the energy of it. And very few people does she connect with where she's like, oh my gosh, this is a very special individual. We got to chat with him. He has a story. And the more we've dug into it, and I'm so excited to bring his story and as many people as can possibly hear what this man has not only been through but overcome need to hear it but uh just the amount of vulnerability that and authenticity is just through the freaking the roof the authenticity is through the roof man like you truly uh, want to help people just like we do yeah, yeah. i mean yeah. Pain. you have to share this knowledge now i get it i was talking to somebody and um i said i've been i've been blessed with such deep and profound pain and um, and that's how I feel. And that sounds counterintuitive and, and insane, but the, the reality is that um, every single, who better than me to have gone through what I've gone through? Because now when I, when I talk to somebody and I say, um, you know, they say to me, oh, I, I, this and this happened to me, I'm able to relate. I can relate to all kinds of pain because I've wallowed deep in the depths of despair. I mean, wallowed for a decade, just living in misery. And now I can connect, I can relate and say, what about this, what about that, what about this, what about that? And um, and it's not from a place of, oh, I'm, I know, it's from a place of, I've made such bad mistakes. <laughs> and what a blessing, I just, I just got that taken off my shoulders. I didn't earn it, it's not because I'm a wizard, I wish I was a wizard, but it's, <laughs> but it just got it just got taken off my shoulders, and and I was freed, but I was freed with the the, the memories and, and the insight as to what happened and why, and um and and, and while I am a, a, a former former reformed train wreck, um, I now work with veterans of war uh, as a veteran myself, and we that. actually connect veterans who are part of a statistic or, or pre-statistic if you like, we connect them with plant medicine. Uh, ayahuasca is our is our is our jam. There are, there are other modalities that are great as well. But for the listeners who aren't aware, and by the way, the reason I mentioned this early on, if you're listening to this and you are a veteran or you know a veteran, because these numbers are scary, here's a fact: in America, every single day. In fact, let me put pause there. Everyone's freaking out and losing their mind over coronavirus. Right. Right. Well, more people die every year in America alone more veterans take their lives in America alone every single year than coronavirus has, has affected, or, or killed, I should say. So it's a tragedy, and I'm not saying it's not. But what I'm saying is 20 veterans every day take their lives. Every day, 6,000 a year. Sorry, almost 7,000 a year. Um, and the reason that happens is because they are given medication, talk therapy, you know, psychologist, psychologist, psychiatrist, rehabilitation, all these things. Um, and it doesn't work. It doesn't work because it's not mental health. It's soul health. A piece yeah. of them has died. A piece of them is yes. dark. Yes. You can't, you can, it's, it's a stream. It flows from the heart and you can medicate this, but you still have poison in the well. Yes. And that's plant medicine. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That is such a beautiful point, man. We were talking about that. Oh, it's like, man. there are different modalities to healing. And 
uh, is such interesting. It's like there's mind, body, and soul. And you know, the mind is great for programming, reprogramming, affirmations, meditation, that you'll get some there, but there's also body, you gotta be putting good foods into your body. But then there's the soul. And we found like that's Nothing the plant medicine part. Like spirit there's not the way a, ayahuasca did. Yeah, not trying yeah. to like talk Nothing. in absolute. Yeah, but that's you're right. Like no matter how I mean, much even if I did trauma breath work an hour every day of my life, like it would help, but it would not do what ayahuasca did. Yeah, you had a yeah. great point. I was listening to one of your you've been on a, a few podcasts now. I was listening to one of them where you had a great point. You were talking about how uh, it, it was one of them where the guy, his uh, his whole family's therapist, and you were talking about therapy, and you were like, you know, not against it, but you'd get like fractions over the course of like 20 years, and eventually you'd get somewhere, whereas in a freaking ceremony or two, yeah, you know? It's crazy. I, I mean, my, my word track, because um, I, I, I parrot this stuff off uh, to anyone that will listen. Old <laughs> people at bus stops, <laughs> guys selling me coffee. <laughs> I tell anybody. Um, but it's it's imperceptibly incremental uh, changes, small changes over extended periods of time. And so if you look at a, a 20 year snapshot, you can find some level of comfort or peace, uh, which is great. And, and I'm not, by the way, it's really important to understand, I'm not saying that um, plant medicine is to the exclusion of, of anything else, including Western medicine, uh, medicine. I think you can have really profound experiences and then go back and have um, talk therapy or do CBT or have EMDR and, and be in a space to actually be able to receive it. Oh, integration. Well, it's an absolutely powerful I mean, integration tool, yeah. Absolutely. I, I found um, that on reflection, all of the psychologists, psychiatrists and everything that I spoke to, um, they all said really good stuff. It's just that none of it got in because I knew it here. It just couldn't get through the poison to my heart. And after ayahuasca, I was That's like, what you said. That's right. got it, got it, got it. I know it. I, I just know this now. Yeah. And it was just, it was just a flip the switch from, um, from asleep to awake, if you like. And yes. all of a sudden words had meaning and words connected with me and I understood. And oh. um, can I share with you the the moment of my actual actually can I share a quick snapshot of my of what happened to me? Dude, this is, okay? is your world. We're just living yeah. in it. You go for it, yeah. Let's go. Whew, stuff's about to get weird. <laughs> right. Oh, my dog's barking. Don't bark him in the backyard. Okay, yeah. so um the reason why I share this and, and I'll I'll compress it because um there's a lot and you won't be able to digest it, but I'm gonna compress it because we've look, got them into time. I want people to get how dark um, you can be how dark it can be. Yes, okay. yes. So at the age of eight, we moved from Australia to a, an island called Mindanao in the southern Philippines. Crazy place. We had a guy with a shotgun, with a, a house with big 10-foot concrete walls, broken glass embedded on the top, barbed wire, metal pikes, metal gate, and a guy with a shotgun who would patrol our yard. By the way, he'd keep falling asleep, so my dad gave him a toy xylophone to do 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 every hour, so he knew he was awake and not asleep on the job. He'd shoot at people as they came over the walls. Um, dad got captured in the mountains twice by um, rebels um, or, 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 or wild military. Um, the rebels thought my dad was CIA. He worked with, with tribal groups, in particular the Manobamatikselug, the Subanon, and the Araya. So three indigenous tribal groups in the Philippines, like real deal. And he worked with them. And um, where these tribes were, the communist rebels were based, and they thought he was CIA, um, trying to get movement from them or track their movements. Um, the military, who were renegades, 
thought he was a, a, a communist trainer because there was a European communist trainer in the region, in the mountains. They, they knew that from their intel. In fact, my dad got interrogated with them once when they, um, they captured them and um, executed somebody, I think, and bashed others. And so dad got captured a couple of times. That Terracell um, attacked our house, stripped my mother naked, dragged her through the streets as a human gun shield and a firefight. Really? Uh, at the age of 12, I was walking down the street. Three men jumped me with a knife and tried to stab me. Oh. And I had to fight for my life on my own at 12. At the age of 16, 12 years well, old. Wow. Yeah, man. Like I said, compressed, a lot going on here. As you're 16, somebody pulled a gun on me, jams it right in my face and screams, okay, I shoot you now. I'm all, I'm all alone. Oh my God. I didn't save my own life again. This has happened a lot of times. I yeah. drew darkness to me. I was dark and I manifested. Oh. That's the thing. I like, manifested. Lower, you feel like, like, cause you're like in that lower vibrational frequency. You're, bore, you're just a war yeah. zone. You were living in a war yeah. zone. Yeah, I went to bed every night to gunfire and explosions. Literally, literally. Yeah. It was wild, man. Um, that gave me a really profound sense of danger. Everything was dangerous all the time. At the age of 10, I played inside a mass grave. I had a lot of, oh, that's how desensitized I was. I was standing on top of bodies, crawling over bodies. I didn't think that was, a, I didn't get that was, that was a traumatic thing and I shouldn't be doing it. Oh. I thought it was like Indiana Jones. So we're talking um, weird. Weird and brutal. Anyway, um, fast forward a few years, I came back to Australia on my own, no support, didn't fit the culture here, didn't fit in, no one liked me there. They used to yell at all this racist stuff and attack me, go home, we don't like you. Came back here, I was a weird kid. Look at me, look at my shirt, I still am. <laughs> so, <laughs> so everyone would attack me here and um, uh, verbally, although I had two knives pulled on me in Australia as well. Um, I managed to go to uni, but they kept cutting my funding because they thought my parents were earning Bitcoin and not declaring it overseas. So I kept living in like um, parks and things like that. And I used to go to the cafeteria in the school and pick scraps off people's plate after they finished eating. You know, I used to eat the garnishes for meals. Wow. And, and that was my life, but I finished, I finished. And then I went and worked in banking and it didn't make a difference. So I went to the army. I went to our version of West Point. I was an officer. Wow. And I kicked ass. I was all, and, and, the, and the reason why is all of a sudden I fit in. All of a sudden I had a place. They broke me, they built me. This is Joel, this is my mask now. I get the mask, I understand the mask and I fit in and I thrived. Did a, did a rock. Nothing there. I wasn't. I wasn't kicking in doors. I was working in like strategic sort of stuff. Um, and then uh, in Australia, three people jumped me one night on base. Three, three soldiers. Um, they grabbed me. They beat me. They forced me into a small animal cage. Um, they sexually assaulted me with a stick. They filmed it. They mocked me. They degraded me, all on film. The actual event wasn't the problem. The the first problem was all that stuff as a kid all of a sudden switch oh, and trauma ptsd was activated yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And, and and more and i'll get to that in a moment what's what's interesting is it didn't hit me straight away it built my discharge straight away i ran for parliament i ended up being the second most senior person in australia's largest political what? party i ran all the federal and state operations for queensland for our largest party I was their CFO and GM operations, essentially. I was one of the faceless men. I wasn't a politician, I was paid by them, but I was I was a power player. But the PTSD and everything was just, was, was rising. 
and the wheels fell off and I couldn't hold down a job. I left that, not in disgrace, but before the wheels really fell off. This turned into major depressive disorder with anxiety. So we're talking suicidal stuff. Uh, uh, I did multiple stints, locked up against my will in the nut house, attempts of suicide, um, lived in darkness, manifested darkness, uh, complex PTSD and addiction. Ultimately, I became a homeless meth junkie. Because, and let, me, let, me, let me trip you out with how this all linked in. Depression, anxiety, junkie, PTSD. If I left the house, my anxiety was super peaked and I would get easily triggered, which would set off a PTSD reaction. And I couldn't face that, so I'd stay inside, where my depression would become worse, where I couldn't cope, so I'd stick a needle in my neck or my needle in my arm to deal with the pain, and that was my cycle. Right. It was a spiral into living hell. I decided I wouldn't kill myself for my, for my kids. That message got put through to me by my loving ex-wife. Um, and I seeing visions of them as I was, as I was trying to kill myself. Oh. Um, but what I decided to do was run out the clock. And if something happened to me, now, before I get into the healing, I want to share the most important part of that entire story. Some of this is painful, so I'm going to be very honest about it. Yeah, absolutely. Everything that I've told you isn't the bad stuff. I can't even talk about the bad stuff. Because if I did, the way that the world would interact with me would change forever. Because you can't unknow something once you've heard it. So the bad stuff that has happened to me and the bad stuff in my life makes everything I've told you look like a cakewalk. Hmm. So that is, the reason why this is important isn't because my, my, uh, my journey, because you can't compare trauma. What, the, the issue isn't what happened. The issue is your relationship with what happened. And someone can have a relationship with a tragic event that's as intense as my relationship was with that. Um, and it all sort of builds up as the, into the pain body with that toll, that kind of thing. So, um, but I want to fast forward, sorry for the long monologue, but I want to fast forward to the, the actual moment of completed healing. I, I can't tell the story without getting emotional. It's not that I'm sad. It's just that there's too much inside me. I can't hold yeah. it in. Too much. Yeah. Just overwhelmed. Yeah, I can't hold it in. At the moment of my healing, um, I'd done two days of purging, or two nights of ceremonial purging with ayahuasca in the Amazon. And at the moment of my healing, I saw, and it, it, it wasn't, it didn't feel to me like I'm seeing a vision, because that would be something I'm externally observing. Instead, what it was is I saw into myself. So what I saw was in me, and I, I knew that at the time. And what I saw was my new truth. There was this moment when my truth transformed, and this is what I saw. I saw myself standing on a podium, and there were millions of people standing around me. And everyone was cheering and cheering and cheering, not because I was better than them or above them, but cheering for me. And my kids were there and my parents were there and people have known through my life and they're all looking at me on this podium and celebrating who I am. And then this is the moment. And then I heard the words in my head and it wasn't an external voice, it was my own. It was, it was the moment that I changed. 
Mm. I am a hero. Mm. I'm not better than anybody, but in the story of my life, I am a hero. And I just, I couldn't even process it. And I saw visions of what that meant. And then my work with veterans now is actually part of that. Not that I saw me helping veterans, but I saw me helping community. But I am a hero. And then I saw how that plays out in all these different scenarios. And in that moment, my actual self-identity went from I am broken to I am a hero. And it later on involved in ceremony to I'm a miracle, just like you guys, like everybody. I got back to the bed um, that night and we're in close confined quarters and everyone's sleeping and I can't sleep. And I, I couldn't process this. Like this, it happened, but I didn't get it. And I'm lying in bed and I start off with, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And I start screaming, oh my God, oh my, and I won't curse on your show, but and cursing, oh my effing God, what just happened? What just happened? Oh my, and it wasn't, it was just, it wasn't that um, I was upset or, or, or anything. It's that I was, I just realized the magnitude of this moment and what it meant and the truth and it was coming out of the ceremony that it grew on me the significance it's like it like it buried it deep inside me it showed it to me and it grew and when it when my brain got it got to it my brain just and, it was, and if i if i if i had an expression that captured what this felt like in that moment people were coming into me saying are you okay man can you, can you keep it down and i'm like <laughs> I, and I couldn't, I'm like, I'm sorry, oh, but I, I couldn't, I couldn't stop. And if I had an expression for it, this was it. <laughs> wow. Wow. And, and that was just part of the journey. Now, let me put this in context. The healing came, came about, that journey was five ceremonies. That was ceremony two. Whoa. Ceremony three, four, and five were, were, were just as significant. Wow. You cannot get that in therapy. No. 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 There are things that you can do to make it more profound. There are things that I did. Part of the reason why I share and I'm, and I'm vocal in, in the communities that I'm in is because there's things you can do that exponentially increase your healing. And, um, and I feel like that's an important message. I'm not a healer but I can give information to people so they, when they're in that situation, they, they get more healing, if that, if that makes sense. Um, I would love to share that with you guys. Is that okay? Yes, go for it. Absolutely. Yes. This is this monologue rant from me. No, this no, is, this is absolutely profound. Thing. <laughs> Keep it up, man. This is incredible. Yeah, yes. All right, here we go. I'm talking about releasing trauma. Um, so um, trauma, in fact, let's first start with our relationship with trauma. Um, trauma, the, as I said before, the incident does not matter. What matters is our relationship to it. Um, can you imagine my surprise when I realized that my PTSD, depression, anxiety, and addiction were all helping me? They were all helping me. They were all, uh, they weren't external demons. They were trying to help me. What a perspective, man. That is mind-blowing. And let me, break this this, let me break this down, man. So that, yeah. um, because, by the way, someone tried to make a point similar to this when I was in a dark place, and all I did was become angry and outraged. So ayahuasca allowed me to know this truth. 
before I couldn't hear it. So it's important to notice. What I'm going to say is kind of hard to get your head around if you're in a dark place, but here we go. Um, my PTSD kept me at all times super vigilant in case anything came at me from anywhere because I believed within myself that any moment could be fatal, any moment I could be dominated anytime life is out of control, and I'm not safe. Ready, cool like a spring to react. It was trying to keep me safe. My, um, my, my anxiety was doing the exact same thing. It was keeping me ready so that it could set off the PTSD. So the PTSD would be the, the relationship, the anxiety kept me looking and the PTSD meant when something happened, I would explode. You can't dominate me, I am the Hulk, right? Right, right. My depression kept me from going out the door, right? So I couldn't get hurt, home is safe. Outside the wire is not safe. My addiction took away the pain. It brought even more. But in that moment, it took away the pain. All of those things were trying to help me. So in ceremony, when you um, want to release darkness, people often have a tendency to say things like, get out of me, I, I hate you, um, or, 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 or give negativity to it. Negativity or hate or anger or anything like that is actually an act of holding on to darkness. She holds on to it. Jeez, that's... The world needs to hear that statement. That statement in itself is such a powerhouse, yeah. profound, like that's, you just said such a huge thing. I, that's yeah. incredible. Thank you, man. Wow. Um, Can we make pain, it? Pain, <laughs> yeah. wow. Pain feeds on pain. It feeds on it and it's never full. That's why when you're, in a, when you're angry, you just keep fighting. Fight over nothing. But I hurt the other person. You love them, you wanna hurt them. Pain feeds on pain. That's the nature of pain. And so when you're trying to get rid of darkness and you give it pain, you've actually reached out and, and held onto it. Mm. So when I was releasing my darkness, I had spirits literally, you know, all, all around me, working, working on me, with me. It was a collaboration, by the way. You're not a passenger. You're in the seat and you're helping to steer, steer, the, steer the ship. Mixing mm. my metaphors there. Um, <laughs> so when you're releasing pain, what I, what I actually did is I, I'd hold this bucket and you vomit with ayahuasca, vomiting out darkness. It feels amazing, you get it all out, just, oh yeah. yeah. I'd hold the bucket and when it came out, I would say to the, the, the spirits, thank you for this healing. I give you love wow. and I ask for more. Wow. Fill me with so much love, it pushes all the darkness out. I love that. And into my darkness, I would say, I give you love. Mm. This is very close to my heart. This is a special yeah. moment. I give you love because you tried to help me, but you didn't. But you tried to keep me safe. You yeah. tried to protect me. And now I let you go with love and I give you peace. Your, your work is done. You don't have to hurt anymore. You're free. I freed it. I freed my darkness into love. Wow. Because love is the answer. When you're talking about pain of the soul, love is the answer. Love is the medicine. Ayahuasca can help with that. There are other things that do too, but love is the answer. And and that just let me be free. I'm not perfect. I, you know, I still have problems. I eat too many cheeseburgers. <laughs> <laughs> I still have problems. Um, but I, I went from dysfunctional and broken to um, 
to uh, just happy, man. Wow. Just happy. Yeah. So Ranch over. And wow. you did Show up. <laughs> you did five ceremonies total? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. a lot of people I hear that it can take a lot of people if they have like a lot of deep rooted trauma anywhere from five to seventeen ceremonies. I only had two ceremonies and I got profound healing on my second ceremony, but I still yeah. I want to go back for more. There's still more layers that I need to yeah. to work through. Here's why I love like a uh, five ceremonies in short duration, all that kind of thing. Um, Firstly, it's interesting, the shaman actually said to our group, and he was speaking to me when he said it, though I didn't recognize it at the time. He said, before the first ceremony, he said, um, sometimes we don't get the darkness out. And in the first night, we, we get you ready to release it. And then on night two, we bring it out. That's what happened. That's yeah. There we go, happened to me too. In fact, if I, quickly, if I may, at the end of ceremony one, ayahuasca showed me a vision of the monster inside me it was this deformed i could see it deformed and ugly creature and i saw it rising up in me and mm. it came all the way and i could feel it right here and i was ready to let it go wow. and then it said ayahuasca said no i wanted to show you what we're going to do mm. tomorrow we're going to do this and um the reason why i love multi-day ceremonies is your first very commonly your first two or three ceremonies are all about releasing um darkness trauma and pain mm -hmm. you have to release all of that before you can get spiritual knowledge right enlightenment growth right. gotta get you back. i know i know yes yeah. yeah, so you haven't if you've done um, a couple of ceremonies and stuff and and but but no more you you haven't even gotten to the good stuff i know um, i didn't yeah, have vision or anything yeah. i it was like a Dude. it looked like an exorcism something dark left my body yeah um, i had horrific trauma too and i felt it leave i processed it leave but yeah we were, we were, the crazy we were thing supposed to go in april we were scheduled for we her next ceremony it. and of course that's not yeah we can't now. go yeah. now because the coronavirus yeah, right. oh that's terrible um yeah. so what what is happening if you do like um two ceremonies now and two ceremonies in six months two ceremonies in 12 months um, every time you go back, you've got to work to release the new negative energies because we absorb, just absorb them in life. Yeah. Um, and so um, ayahuasca's got the ability to remove like that really, like for me, I'm no longer walking around like I'm my own Jesus, which for a while I was, and it was amazing. I felt like I was Jesus, <laughs> not the yeah. actual guy, but in that sense of like, yeah. oh, I'm enlightened. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I was walking and I could feel spirit everywhere. It was amazing. Yeah. But I've come yeah. down from that back to reality. And right. so before I was way down here, and then I was way up here, and now I'm just, happy and cruising in life but i still take on negative energies i've got strategies like meditation my own ceremonies mindfulness all these great tools to help keep me in a positive place but ultimately i'm going to take on dark energy again so if you're doing ayahuasca now and then in 12 months and then in two years all you're doing is clearing the negative stuff and the best stuff comes after that wow how so cool we need to do yeah but how cool for we... you guys yeah, I love yeah. that. So that's, I mean, we were supposed to do a third ceremony. It was just it was so intense. That's that's so awesome and insightful, man. So we appreciate that. We were wondering, we we're like, man, how many? Because yes. there was there was definitely after that came out, I definitely feel like a good three or four more ceremonies would have gotten so much more. So you say your first two were healing, but the next three were even more. Were, were they were like spiritual? We expand consciousness. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So um, ceremony three, um, I was, was my spiritual awakening. 
um, ah. a, a ceremony four, um, I realized that I was a miracle. Ceremony five, I realized that um, not only am I love, not only am I a creator, not only do I literally create my reality as I choose to experience it in a way that's far more magical through intention than people realize. But, but ultimately, I am spirit and I, I got to um, leave my body um, and not go in some kind of, it wasn't, it wasn't a, a vision where I went shooting through the cosmos or anything like that. They're cool, that wasn't that. My spirit left my body and floated above my body. It was amazing to be free of the confinement of flesh. I felt just like, oh, I think women get this better than men. It's after unclipping that bra at the end of the day. Oh. I did, I unclipped my spiritual bra and, and I just felt so free. And I realized, wow, when I die, this is the gig, awesome. I don't know if I join and connect with the, with, with the one or if I keep doing this, I don't know. I don't really care. This feels amazing. And I wow. fell in love with my soul and I realized I really got, oh, that's my body. That's not me. This is me. Oh. And now when I wash my hands, it's a ceremony to honor myself. That's beautiful. And, wow. and in that last ceremony, the, 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 you know, I, when I realized I was spirit with a body, at that moment, I had such a profound love for myself. Not oh. in love with myself, but self-respect, yeah. gratitude for being me. Gratitude for being me. I'm glad I'm me. Oh. And and I really want to stress this to anyone listening. Um, I'm special, so are you. I'm no more special than anybody else. I am no more unique. In your questionnaire you sent me, you said you have spiritual gifts. Of course I do, because I'm a person. <laughs> a person. And that means I've got spiritual gifts. Yeah. And there's nothing in my story that's unique or special in the world of mysticism. It's a journey of healing that anyone can go on. You don't have to carry pain. You don't have to meditate for 25 years. Yeah. You can just go take some plant medicine, pop into the spirit world, get that's a big true. glass of love, and that's crack right. on with happiness. That's, that's so that. true. That's yeah. so true, man. Wow. So yeah. when do you plan to drink the medicine again? Um, it'll be towards the end of the year. So Veterans of War, um, what we do as an organization um, is we, we find veterans who are uh, about to be a statistic. Um, so struggling with the scars of war. We give them um, a free program. They pay, pay for their flights, but everything else I'm about to mention is all free. Um, we give them a couple of weeks of training and education before going to the Amazon so that they know how to release trauma, what that means, all that kind of stuff. So we coach them with a psychedelic coach who's done a lot of work with Navy SEALs. So wow. top, top end, high end, free for the vet. Oh. Um, we then go with them in a small team environment. So it's like the boys are back together. So broken guys now on a healing journey together, we go into the Amazon and we deal with the, the best shaman that we can find who's coming from a place of love, not ego, who does it for the sake of spirit a true healer yeah. um, and we, we go and see we go and see him and we do 14 days and then Ooh. we return back and give another uh, another four months of integration coaching with that same coach I mentioned before beautiful that's give them, so yeah, huge not even done yet we give them a buddy system and a mentor system and we try and draw people from the same area so they've got a new group of friends to rebuild and share their life journey they've gone through war now they've gone through healing and now they go through life yeah end to end and and we aren't healers 
we're the messengers. And so any vets out there, hey, hit me up. Yeah. I will never ask you for a cent and I do it all for love. So to answer your question, when, when am I going back? End of the year, I'll be um, heading, uh, it should be end of the year, coronavirus, you know, who knows, but it should be the end right. of the year. I'll, I'll go, we've got our next group ready to go right now. I won't go on that group. Uh, but the group after that, I'll, I'll be heading to the Amazon uh, to drink again. Uh, Veterans of War is currently in the States, so I work remotely from Australia. Uh, after coronavirus, we're going to roll the whole program out here. So I'm going to find corporate donors and do company constitutions and legal advice and all, all that bureaucracy that's really important. Uh, we're a 501 C3 charity in the States. Uh, we don't accept you know, a cent for ourselves. Myself and Wiley, by the way, Wiley, the, the guy who I've been talking to, I worked in the States. Yep. His story is completely different to mine and exactly the same. What? Yeah, 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 get that, get out of that. Um, yeah. But in short, broken veteran, suicidal gun in hand, ayahuasca, now heads up a foundation. Wow. Dude, that is the most thorough program I've ever heard explained in the plant medicine space. And since we kicked this off, we've been connected with a lot of people and organizations that are doing it boga, ayahuasca, San Pedro, mushrooms, all this stuff. I've never one time heard of a program that is as thorough as yours from yeah. the length of time, the buddy system. That's amazing. And then four months, like the, the integration yeah. going, cause that's arguably from what I hear, that's actually the most important part is that integrative aspect of what you do when you take it, you know? Yeah, Afterwards. It, it really is. Um, and, and one of the reasons why it's not really talked about very much. Uh, and I think it's a really big deal. One of the reasons integration is so important is when you've drunk ayahuasca, you actually remain open. It's not like mushrooms. With mushrooms, you, you are closed at the end of the journey. Yeah. Um, and when I say open, um, I mean open to absorbing energies in a world that's full of darkness. Mm. Um, so I'm not talking about malevolent spirits attacking you. I'm just talking about just negativity. Right. Drag you right back down. Right. So uh, it's really important to understand that integration journey I'm sorry, guys, I'm getting some, some messages here. I apologize. No, go for it. Uh, it's really important to, um, uh, we're going to have to go for a walk. No, come, no come into my house. <laughs> my, my laptop's about to die. Cool, I was supposed man. to record inside, but I wasn't able to. No, it's all good. Uh, hold on one second. Here we go. La Casa El Joel. Now I've got a workaround. You're going to see the other side of my yard now. <laughs> I like to run a professional operation, as you can see. <laughs> it's all good, man. Since our podcast started picking up steam, we actually converted our room to a whole podcasting studio. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. We um, Coronavirus has, has messed with me. I, we, I, I record all my stuff inside. Uh, how's that loading? Is that okay? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, cool. I mean, sorry, but we've got the, um, the young fella home right now with no, no school and it's actually the weekend now, but that yeah, is. so, um, yeah, I had to do that sort of. <laughs> um, so do you plan to try other plant medicines like Evoga or San Pedro or peyote? Is that the same thing? Uh, yeah, I can't say it right. Peyote. I've had a couple of others. I, um, I thought that mushrooms might, might be a part of my journey. Because um, there've been some amazing results with psilocybin mushrooms. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. um, according to some of the um, traditions, the spirit of, of, of mushroom is called Ninos, um, mm. and, and is a, a master teacher. Mm. Um, so I, I experimented with that um, to sort of see if I could make a connection and continue my, my journey with that. Uh, the message was no, don't. Wow. Um, not not because of um, it, it's not good or right or truth. 
it was just like, no, you've got your thing. Uh, stop looking for things outside yourself to give you meaning. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome, man. And so I'm like, okay, cool. I'll, I'll just, I'll just chill out and wait till I go back to the Amazon. Hey, can I talk about shamans for a minute? Yeah, yes. go for it. All right. Um, this is a really important message for anyone who's um, looking at ayahuasca or, or any kind of plant medicine sort of stuff. Um, it's really easy to sound like a powerful shaman. Mm. Um, the experiences that I've had and my ability to just, you know, effectively communicate. If I wanted to, I could have a web page and I could have um, a, a following fairly quickly with the stories that I've got about um, me being a powerful shaman. Mm. And that would, that would be fraud. Um, but, but people do that. Um, mm. There's also a lot of people who are really loving and caring and beautiful souls who work as facilitators. And I'm sure some of them are, are excellent, but many of them are not. And it's dangerous. Um, as I was saying before with uh, ayahuasca, you're open afterwards, but you're also open in ceremony if you don't have someone who's properly trained. So mm -hmm. a, uh, someone who is a, let's, let's, say, let's say professional, instead of using loaded words like Charlotte, say professional. A professional with ayahuasca will uh, firstly clear the space that you're having a ceremony in of any dark energy. They will then keep it clear, keep anything dark from coming in. As you purge darkness, they will release it out into love. Throughout the entire ceremony, they will hold your intention and the intentions of everybody else in the ceremony. They will call in the healing spirits they work with and direct them to do the work. If you're not familiar with all this sort of stuff and it sounds crazy, um, you don't have to believe any of it. There's no requirement to believe for it to work. You just sit there and let them do their thing. Just yeah. 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 It's crazy. I'm don't tracking believe. every little piece of this. I'm like, yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Don't, don't believe. That's cool. Yeah. I'm not That's here to right. say it's right. This That's is just right. my perspective. That's but this right. is a sham. Yeah, but, um, but, but having somebody who can energetically protect you mm -hmm. um, is really, really important. So yeah. my message is twofold. Plant medicine is powerful. Um, but it's, it's not just a healer and teacher, it's also a gateway. It's a gateway to things that aren't necessarily positive. So um, you, you need to, um, part of respecting the plant medicine is choosing people who are coming with, with knowledge that's genuine from a place of love, not ego. Yes. Ego, is, ego is dark in, in ceremony. Um, so it's really important to do your research and find somebody who's, who's able to make you better. The problem is that a lot of people find it hard to tell the difference um and so if anyone's listening to this and doesn't know how to tell the difference i'm happy to have a chat you know, yeah yeah i mean even like the medicine like when it's being made like it needs to be made with like Love loving intentions and, and yeah, yeah. Yeah, yes. I, I yeah. couldn't agree with you more on that. That's so important. It's such a. And you sh I don't that there's I hear people that say they're gonna do it by themselves, and it just makes me cringe. Oh, I'm like, I've heard that too. I didn't even know that was a thing. Then I come I'm back. Like, first we started. Why we started this you want to do magical that? movement, and I see people posting like, "Oh yeah, oh. I have some. I might do that." I'm like, because you are, are you're you opening about? your vessel up to an entire spiritual world. There is light and dark. You know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. My standard response to that now, it's a little bit belligerent, but I'm tired of having to, to have the conversation. Um, but but, but my, my answer, my response to that when I, in the forums and stuff that I'm on is um, um, absolutely, as long as you're prepared to completely destroy every facet of your life, no problem. Right, yeah. Um, and, and by the way, it's actually okay if they do. Oh. I mean, if, if dying doesn't matter, we just float into spirit. And death yeah. is the worst thing that can happen. 
does anything actually matter? I mean, it feels like it matters to us when it happens. But if in a hundred thousand years, two of your future ancestors, future sisters, whatever the word is, are having a conversation and say, hey, a hundred thousand years ago, um, this guy had this terrible thing. Yeah, right. Where's the story going? Right? It doesn't actually matter right. if we choose to hold on to pain. It right. doesn't actually matter if we choose to live. We're a, it's our life journey. We can go where we want. Yeah. And and we, we think that um, you know it matters, but then we hold on to pain. It's okay to hold on to pain. I just don't want to. Do you? Right. Right. Wow. right. Really? Right. It feels Check amazing this out. when you release it. A lot of people do want to. People get so connected to their pain that it's who they think mindset. they are. Yeah. More than a victim mindset, their self-identity. Wow. Who would they be without this darkness? And Eckhart Tolle calls it the pain body. They self-identify through their mind to their pain body. And they think they are their pain. Brother, you're not your pain. Sister, let it go. Your soul. You're in the now. Be. Wow. Do so like. do you have any recommendations for anyone that's wanting to go in like the jungle and do ayahuasca on, on some places that they could, that you would, you know, promote? Um, I won't, I won't promote any place um, because um, I think that it's important to recognize there's actually a, um, quite a number of amazing places. Um, the, the the healing that I got, um, the profound one I just went before, I'll, I'll, I'll say I had that at Blue Morpho, um, and that was an amazing experience, and they're, they're in the Amazon. Um, but I believe there are other places that are able to uh, work with spirits as well. Remember, the shaman's not the healer. They, they don't right. heal anything. Right. We, they're we vessels. Allow they're, yeah, the vessels, yeah. And we allow ourselves. I say, I accepted healing. I didn't get it. I accepted yeah. it. Mm -hmm. I yeah. let go. I, I did that. So it's the shaman, the spirits, and you. It's a combination of the three. It's a trinity. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so uh, there's lots of amazing places. What I would say is there's a website called Aya Advisors, A-Y-A dot advisors, a dot, dot com or dot org. It's Google Aya Advisors. Um, another one called Retreat Guru. Um, these sites have um, a star rating system based on uh, participant feedback, which give you a little bit of an idea. Oh. The problem with this, those sites is um, is that they tend to capture the Western money market, where you've got retreats owned by wealthy foreigners who right. are running a business enterprise of healing, right. and they give healing. But then you've got the Shapobo people who are, are missing out. So I, I like to work with some of the local guys. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Actually, I'll give a shout out to one guy. Um, uh, Ayahuasca Spirit Healing Center. Hey. All, All right. right. Check that out. Okay. okay we'll do. That's a hell of a name. I definitely yeah, will. We're trying to figure out where we're going to go. Because you know, our, our plan, yeah, our, our plans got scrapped. So we're like, all right, we need to we're find like, us. Maybe, uh, yeah, we want to go somewhere different maybe this time. We've learned yeah. to take guides. We learned to take signs as signs. And that's a sign that there's somewhere else we're supposed to go for the healing. Actually, I'm going to plug I'm gonna plug this guy for a minute. Yeah. Um, he doesn't even know me, by the way. <laughs> wow. Um, but, but Spirit, I, I believe Spirit gave me his name for a couple of reasons that I, I won't go into. Um, but he was the head shaman at Temple of the Way of Light. He was the head shaman at Pulse Tours. He was the head shaman at Arcana. And he was 
the head shaman at Dennis McKenna's um, oh, uh, Soltara. He's not the owner, he's one of the, the chairman, I believe, at Soltara with him for five years. I believe he still works in rotation with them. And he now has his own little retreat. He goes to Europe to run ceremonies and his own little retreat in his village of 45 families, his Shapobo village in the Amazon with dirt floors, like, like no roads or anything, little Shapobo village. He's the shaman there now, no ego, does it for love. Uh, helps put money back into his little community. Does group sizes of eight no more. Um, and um, he was trained by his grandfather, lineage trained uh, traditional Shapobo ayahuasca. Um, and um, the most important parts of that is that um, I, I, be- he, he, I believe he heals for love and love is his religion. Wow. Um, <laughs> so that's my plug for them. I was a spirit healing center. They don't even know who I am. <laughs> um, I won't go into why I know who they are, but I, I know people who've connected with them. And um, and uh, yeah. Hey, got some relation to a McKenna. That's great in our book too. So. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and the fact that he's, you know, like if you're that guy, how easy is it to live in the, in the uh, resort environment? Oh, 100%. Right. 100%. He's, living, he's living in his village. Helping yeah. his people. He's, 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 he no is there. No ego for sure, yeah. None. Yeah, so, um, so did, I love that. So did you um, just do classic ayahuasca or did you have the opportunity to try other things? Like when we went to our ceremony, the second night when I had that profound experience, they had um, added 5-MeO-DMT to the mix. And I was wondering if you had, ex- had any experiences with that as well. I've had 5-MeO-DMT um, on its own. In fact, I, I referenced I didn't tell you, but I referenced it earlier in the conversation. Okay. Oh. Um, I had I'd booked um, a uh, a session with 5-MeO-DMT via the Sapo Toad, where they oh. take the, the, the yep. toad and yep. you smoke that. And um, this was booked before the ayahuasca stuff. And I went and did the ayahuasca stuff. And this was a week after I got back. Um, and so I thought, well, this might, uh, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll meet God or something like that. And, and so um, it's just a very different thing. So I, I, I had this... 5 meo dmt and i sat there and nothing happened 20 wow. minutes wow I had, I had i've got lungs man and i i had the biggest amount you can imagine because when <laughs> i do something i go all in <laughs> there's no i'm right there with you if i'm if i'm in the pain i'm i'm in the pain if i'm in the love <laughs> i'm in the love i'm gonna man. experience I, every bit of it <laughs> yeah yeah so 20 minutes nothing happened and then i sort of came back in, into the realm. And it wasn't that I forgot it. I actively knew nothing happened. I just, I yeah. saw black for 20 yeah. minutes. I had a vision of darkness. Black, not not negative, just death, the dark. Yeah, yeah. So I took it again um, a couple hours later, same thing. But this time at the end of it, I got a message. And the message was, um, stop looking outside yourself for purpose. Uh. You live in the paradise realm. <laughs> Enjoy it. <laughs> Wow. You are the answer. Yeah, it's 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 not about the drug. It's about the it's about the message, man. It's the message you're getting. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I believe my 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 you know the guys I work with in the spirit, you know, not that I work with the stuff that's the around guys. me that I'm attracted yeah. to me and it stays with me. Um, uh, I believe that stopped it. I don't yeah. know, but but it was really weird. I didn't get visions or anything like that. Um, wow. Yeah. Can I tell you a quick story? Absolutely. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I love all your stories. All right, here we go. So um, the, the ceremony one was was about to happen or later that night. 
and um, we just had a talk with a shaman and um, he said that we're all going to have got three cup sizes, uh, small, medium and large. And he said, um, we're all going to have um, a half shot of the small glass tonight. It's a starter dose to introduce you gently. It's a very responsible thing to do. Uh, and then we'll, we'll look at increasing over the course of the thing. And I went up to him and I was crying. Sorry, I get emotional video this. It's all yeah, too yeah. much to hold it. I went up to him at the end of it and I'm like, I can't, I can't do that. He said, what? I said, I can't have a, a half dose. I'm in pain. I came halfway around the world to heal. I don't have any time to waste now. And he just looked at me crying more than I am now. What a man. <laughs> and, um, and he looked at me and he, and, he, and he said, we can do that. And so we go up and um, the, the shaman, and the shaman's about to pour for me and they sort of say, how much did you, do you want or how are you doing? And I said, I, I talked to him. I, I, and the guy interrupts and goes, he's okay. And, and the shaman I was talking to didn't even pause to clarify what that meant. If you ask them how much you should have, they always seem to know the answer. I know. He just put that shot glass straight down, picked up a big cup and filled it. Hands me goes, there you go. And then I had another half about an hour later. Oh my gosh, ah. there you go. <laughs> and and um, I, every, every time I dose, although ayahuasca big doses don't mean big things, it doesn't work that way. But my intention behind yeah. it was, was, um, was was intense and and man it, it gave me intense yeah, yeah that's yeah. what it does yeah. <laughs> my, does yeah my experience was very intense too yeah. <laughs> yeah. dude this is amazing yeah. man you've been awesome to talk to this what this has been incredible the... normally we have to you know come up with all these questions and ask people and guide them throughout the you know call up oftentimes you just like, ran the show brother it's been amazing <laughs> and guess what i totally see you standing on a stage inspiring oh dude millions of people dude like, you're I gonna be it. all over the world your purpose is so amazing now you have a youtube channel you're starting to put a lot of content on there tell people how they can how, find you how can people reach you what are you working on now plug away man uh, i will before i do i want to say it's really important i think for for people that do this stuff to um really identify the the, the threat of ego and how ego can take you to a dark place and um, you know, I have ego too, and um, I, I actively remind myself that um, that this is all a blessing and a gift. And if I ever find myself on a stage with a crowd, it's because I'm blessed to be there. Yeah. Um, and and I'm sharing that moment equally with everyone that's there. I'm not above anyone. I'm not better than anyone. Um, and um, and I I think that's important to 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 understand that. Um, I don't believe in the cult of ego. I don't want anyone to check me out because they think I'm amazing. What I want them to do is to think the message that is truth is amazing. Yeah. Awesome. And that's what I want to share with them as an equal and a, and a blessing. I've got a, a YouTube channel called um, Turn Sail, one word, Turn Sail, like sailing boat. It's about sailing away from the storm and life towards the sun and, and transformation. Um, I, I post, I don't, I'm not a content creator. So what you are not going to see is me posting um, stuff every week. Um, I will post something when I've got something to say that I think has value. Because of that, I don't believe the channel will ever get big. I don't. I, don't, I have no ads. Uh, I don't promote anything. Um, 
when I have something to say that's worth listening to, I post. Nothing more, nothing less. Uh, and then I work for veteransofwar.org. Um, uh, if you are a veteran, if you know a veteran, um, hit me up personally or, or check out the website because 20 brothers and sisters of arms are dying every day and they just don't need to. They can just be happy. It's all great to say support the troops. Yeah, support the troops. Let's not pile those bodies up on the streets anymore. Yep. Let's support yep. the troops. Yep. All right, that's it. Absolutely. Mic drop. That's awesome. <laughs> Dude, thank you so, so much. With any, every time. So we always end with one question for you, okay? okay? If yep. you could leave the world with one message, what yeah. would it be? Love. One word. Me too. That's it. That's, that's it. all about love. That's uh, it. Lo- so I'm going to expand on that. Yeah. Um, uh, when you start learning what love is, because love is a word. I'll give you an example. Do, you, do I have a minute? Do you mind? You do. Yeah, absolutely, man. All right, here we go. Um, in, in Greek, there's seven words for love. Um, in Western culture, love has become toxic. For a, Imagine a man at the bar looking at another man in the eyes and saying, hey, I love you. Yeah. Whoa uncomfortable yeah, a lot right? of parents don't tell their kids they love them a lot of kids don't tell their parents they love them a lot of partners don't tell love has become toxic i can love your bag and love your car i can love your shoes but i can't love you wow love has become toxic we're all torn apart love is not what we think it is when i say love love is not just i have feelings that are pleasant about me and feelings that are pleasant about you love is something far deeper and more profound than any person understands love goes straight to the source of the answer to everything love is at the beginning and love is at the end and i know i sound like i'm talking some some weird babble and these words mean nothing but if you go on the journey of love through plant medicine and you start understanding what love actually is it's not just a word or a feeling love is power it's the answer it is the answer Love heals, love cures, love is. We are love, spirit is love. Spirit is here, spirit is now, love is now. Wow. Dude, that was beautiful, man. I am so grateful to be connected with you. We are so grateful to be connected with you. I Uh, I think I found you because you posted on the ayahuasca page. I think that's how I stumbled. Yeah. And then you're, yeah, dude, this has been awesome. Thanks so much for sharing your time and all your knowledge. Yeah, the authenticity. I had such. The epitome of authentic, authentic and vulnerable, and uh, that's going to create so much space for other people to be vulnerable and actually heal. It's just healing. Yeah, that's yeah. That's right, so, man. Thank you that's so much, share. brother. Thank yeah, you so much. Man. We'll uh, we'll be letting you, you know when we post this. Though. We'll be yeah. posting everything, uh, your links and all about your your the the veterans group you're part of. We're going to be posting all that with it and everything. So thank you so much, man. Have a blessed. Awesome, I'm really grateful you let me have this opportunity. Oh, for sure. Dude, this is not the last time. We'll be chatting. We gotta, yes. We're going to keep this journey going, man. You're stuck with us now. <laughs> oh, um, and um, Wiley, the founder, um, yeah. I, I touched on that. Um, Wiley, Wiley was a Marine vet. He was a, um, he was a, a foster kid, um, a lot of deep emotional issue, um, was going was to top himself and be a, one of the statistics. He found ayahuasca. Um, he had transformational healing, um, and he started Veterans of War. I found his name through Spirit. Wow. Spirit gave me his name. That's wow. Yeah. 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 Um, that's I, awesome. I won't, I won't keep taking up your time with stories. I got no. To, you know. No, that's um, awesome. You're not yeah. At all. Spirit, okay, I want to tell you real quick. Um, yeah. I, I, um, I, there's a guy in 
uh, that I used to serve with in the army, and I was honest with him about what happened to me. And he then um, messaged me out of the blue because I told him about how dark things were, and then I told him about ayahuasca. He's very conservative. He's like, you know what? I'm involved in a business venture. You might have a, a space in it. Um, I'll, I'll connect you. So I talked to this guy about a new business venture, and um, he loves me instantly. And he asked me to come down and meet with them for a planning thing. And uh, I go down and meet with them, and it's a train wreck. It was just a train wreck. Like I did not get along with them at all. It's clash, clash, clash. Wow. But there's this American professor who was there, and and before I left, she walked over to me and handed me a piece of paper with a name on it. Hands me a piece of paper with a name on it. Said, "Look at that." leaves so I go home and google it and it's Wiley who she grew up in the same small town with as a child wow. and his story is my story wow. completely different exactly the same <laughs> and and after I got back I tried ringing the company to have a chat with them about, about the future and that, that I wasn't going to proceed with them and they didn't answer my call or respond to my text or ring me back it's like I went there for a name. Wow, I, you did. I, I emailed Wiley and I said, I don't know what this means, man, but I want to work with veterans and I don't know what this means. Yeah. I, I just, I love, I've got your name. And he's wrong, he's back. Yeah, you're in, we're doing this. Okay, you don't have to be alone anymore. We're on the same page. And straight away, I was just like, yes. Wow. He, he has had on that? his mind, Australia, Australia, Australia. Didn't know what to do with it. And then I'm like, hey, I'm Australia, veteran. And he's like, I've been waiting for you. Wow. Oh, that is so divine. Dude, that's going to blow up. That's amazing. Y'all are going to help so many people. That is so exciting. Because it's spirit-led. So spirit-led. Yeah. So if you want to chat to Wiley, too, I can connect you. Um, I he, love to. Love that. Yeah. Absolutely. He's, um, he's every every bit as um, as passionate as I am about this. And um, we, we're just trying to – we're going to share this. this and, and if you do his as well, we'll share it across – our social media with Veterans of War. Um, we, we don't have a following yet because we're all so new, but um, but yeah, we, we, we both really appreciate this. You're helping that us. Is, yeah. I'm involved in the, uh, mili- there's this uh, military entrepreneurship uh, association that I go to each year. So I'm definitely going to publish this and your information. I'd love to pass it to them because man, they wow, exp- yeah. it's, vet- it's veterans that are getting out that are thinking about entrepreneurship, but a lot of them are way too, have so much stuff going on. They want to get into it. This is freaking perfect, man. Yeah. Awesome. Um, awesome. Awesome, man. Well, dude, let's keep it. Let's keep this contact going. Thank you for everything. And uh, we'll definitely chat with Wiley and have, have a great rest of your day, brother. Happy healing. Happy healing. Thank you guys love. Thank you so Later, much. Later, man. Yeah. yeah. Thank you.